0: You're listening to the Essential Stepmom Podcast, unconventional advice and inspiration on the womanly art of raising someone else's kids. I'm Tracy Poisner, mom of one, stepmom of three. I woke up one day after more than 10 years of step parenting challenges like alienation, loyalty, high conflict, and long distances, and found myself standing in what appeared to be the actual light at the end of the tunnel. This podcast is my way of shining that light back over my shoulder so you and all the others can find your way here too. If you want more of what you hear on this podcast, connect with me at EssentialStepmom.com where you'll find my blog, podcast show notes, and other Stepmom-related resources. Hi everyone, good afternoon. It's Tracy here, and today we're going to talk about chores. And there's hardly anything, well, not really anything because talking about bio mom or talking about um, parental alienation or custody, those are all real high emotional things. But oh my gosh, talking about chores online, I see women getting so riled up about this topic. And there's very little that we feel more um, self-righteous about. Uh, Those of us who feel that, that chores are like an essential element of childhood of growing up. Oh my gosh. Like it's a really, really big deal. And it's a huge point of conflict, uh, between low power mode. Of course. Um, it's a huge point of conflict. Sorry. I'm just going to plug my phone in here before it dies. Cause that wasn't very smart. Um, you know, this is where the nagging comes in and where we so easily get, um, get down a road of, of nagging and of often of sounding like our own mothers sounded when we were growing up. So uh, I want to talk about chores and I'm going to read you some things that um, some women in our group have said and that some, uh, some of them I, I got from other places online. So one of the issues around chores is fairness if it's fair between your kids and his kids or something else. So here's what one woman said. When I was growing up, my brothers never had to do chores when it was my stepdad's weekend. But since I was there full time, it was expected of me to do chores. And there were a lot of other double standards too. Thankfully, my husband agreed to, to this, to his kids having chores. So this is something that really, really can inflame our sense of fairness from our own childhood, stuff that, that wasn't fair and maybe wasn't even right. And there's a strong urge to try to make it right by reproducing in some way the, the, what you felt was the correct situation that everybody should have to do it or something like that. Okay. But, uh, Just be aware that if there was, if you have feelings from your own childhood about things that you had to do that your siblings didn't have to or your step siblings or things that felt unfair to you about about the chores that you had to do, just watch out for that and, and be aware of it in your own attitude, okay? There's something about chores that has to do with enabling bad parenting that we see in our partner that we don't want to do. So one woman said, um, we agreed to some rules uh, that the kids should adhere to, and they're pretty basic. Make your bed, no food in your room, eat at the dining table, pick up after yourself. Um, he doesn't enforce any of this, and it's, he's so passive, it infuriates me. Um, I ask her to do something, and she doesn't do it, and Dad's sitting right there, and he doesn't say anything. Uh, okay? So this is where it's not really about chores. This particular thing is um, about watching a parent uh, do what looks to us like bad parenting. And um, I think the only part of it that's bad parenting is agreeing to expectations and then not following through. That's an absolute no-no. It would be better not to have expectations than to announce that something should happen, and then not do anything when it doesn't happen. Uh, So is it your job to make it happen? Here's what somebody said. I feel that a step-parent is also a parent, so why wouldn't we be parenting as well, especially if the biological parent isn't doing their job? We're going to talk about that, because I bet if you've been listening to me already a little bit, uh, you know what I have to say about that. But it's important, because a lot of women feel very strongly this way, that a step parent is a parent, you know, parent is part of the word, and that we should be parenting, and especially we should be filling in the gaps where the biological parent is not stepping up properly, not doing their job. How about uh, my way or the highway? Okay, if you live in my house, these are my rules. Everyone who lives in my house helps out, Um, you know, everybody cleans up after themselves, even our toddler has responsibilities. And that's totally okay. But if it's my way or the highway, you have to be ready for the highway to be the choice. And you might be ready for it, but it's for sure that dad is not ready for his kid to say, I'm not coming there anymore because I don't like your rules. Uh, And what he means is that he doesn't like your rules, which obviously aren't dad's rules. So, That's why they need to be dad's rules. He needs to buy into this because if you're taking a my way or the highway kind of stance, then you have to be okay with it that dad and his kids decide that they actually don't want to live in your house with your rules. Uh, So what I'm looking for is ways for us to get what we need and also be successful with our families. So... um, how about chores as family time, Um, which is not a bad idea. Someone said, for us, chores are for community building and learning personal responsibility. But we also see quality time as valuable. So we relax on their house duties for the most part. And, you know, that's where you can keep a perspective about what's actually important during the kids visiting time especially most especially when kids are coming let's say every other weekend uh, where they are essentially visitors at your house as much as you may try to make it feel like their home which is great the truth of it is that they're occasional visitors and um and it's okay to uh in a sense treat them the way that you would visitors but we're going to get to that too. And it's also okay to have different expectations. And here's what somebody expressed. It's absolutely okay. My husband and I don't have the same rules for ourselves. And not every parent has the same rules for their children. Just because people live in the same house sometimes or all the time doesn't mean that their parents have to parent them the same way. And I I love that approach. And that's where we get into having two sets of kids, yours and his, who actually have different rules and responsibilities in the house. And that can be okay, even if it seems unfair. Uh, And again, the fairness piece is taking you back into a a part of your childhood. The reality of saying, I'm your mom and you have to listen to my rules and I'm not their mom. They have a mom who has rules for them and I'm not in charge of what her rules are. And I'm not even in charge of what their dad's rules are. These are my rules and you're my kids. That's totally okay. Anyway, I want to break down reasons for having chores into two main categories. The one part is practical and one part has to do with parenting. So the practical part is about needing help to manage your household. And that is completely legitimate. Um, and you know, doing all the work yourself, um, eventually makes you feel resentful and leaving it and not doing it at all makes you feel anxious and unhappy if you're living in a mess. So we need to work that out. Okay. So one thing might, one cause of this situation of needing help that you're not getting might be that you are together with someone, your significant other, who doesn't place the same value on tidiness that you do. And that's not a step family problem. There are childless couples who go through this too, right? That everybody, every two partners, it's very unlikely that you marry someone who has the exact same standards of cleanliness that you do. Um, one thing might be that he is trying to make his time with his kids enjoyable Um Because he's afraid that they won't want to come over if they're made to do a lot of things that are boring or that they don't enjoy. And that's completely legitimate. When we say they're not your kids, you know, part of that is that uh, he's entitled also to his legitimate feelings about his kids. You don't have to worry if they're not coming over. It's not a big deal for you, but it's a big deal for him. Uh, So we have to get around the guilty dad part of this peace if you want to get the help that you need so i will just say here that your standard of tidiness is not a reason for his kids to do chores does that make sense um like i said lots of childless couples fight about tidiness okay and it's a different that's a different problem but your standard of tidiness belongs to you And I'm going to tell you a story that one of my dearest friends um, who came here to my house and stayed for two weeks to clean my house from top to bottom a few years ago, right before we were getting married and we were having it here at our house. And, um, you know, she doesn't mind cleaning. And it's a thing, you know, that she likes to do. But she said that her mother she grew up with as one of 10 kids. It was a really big family. And her mother spent one day every week cleaning the house from top to bottom. And I'm talking washing the floors and the walls and probably the windows. And I know someone who, um, takes everything out of all of her cupboards every week and washes the shelves in all the cupboards right like we all to me that seems extreme and to her that's completely normal that's like a you know her base level of okay so we all have different standards I am not a super tidy person um I tidied up right before this but you don't want to see what's on the other side of the camera where I put all the crap like I'm not a super tidy person um but between my husband and I we managed to keep our house a little tidier probably than either of us would do on our own uh, out of respect for the for the other person and what they need um so I want to move on for just a second to you know I talked about the practical side of like keeping the place clean and needing help to do that the other side of chores has to do with parenting and our very strong values around um what is necessary to turn children into responsible, capable adults. And many of us believe that that having regular chores is a um, not negotiable part of that process. So I would love to hear from you at this point, whether you're watching live or on the replay, just type chores or no chores if you're, you know, on which side of this uh, divide you hang out on. If you think chores are, are like a real not negotiable necessity, or if you, if you're not like so huge on chores, um, if you grew up with chores, um, it's part of the way that you moved in from childhood to adulthood that, that feels normal for you. It just feels right. And it might also feel not fair That you were raised in that way, and that other children get to play more or have less responsibilities or less burden on them. Um, This might be an area of conflict around parenting styles that you didn't anticipate when you got together with your partner. And he might even have grown up with chores, but he might have grown up in a situation where mom was the one who nagged about the chores or mom was the one who enforced the chores and so for him it feels normal that you're the one who who does that because it's a, it's a female role in some way to remind the kids to do their chores so it's something that needs to be um, addressed and it might not be that he's um, you know trying to pawn it off onto you but it might feel as natural for him that chores are a mom thing as it, it as it feels for you that kids are supposed to do chores, right? It they might both be things that you grew up with and you have to you have to find a way to make them meet together in a useful way. So, fairness is not a good reason for having chores and I mentioned that already, okay? It's not the kids' job to validate in some way the way that you were raised. There needs to be a better reason than that. So, a third reason that I didn't mention yet has to do with a great opportunity to build your new family. And I'm always talking about this, how your job is not to try to use a lot of energy to force your way into their family, but for you to build a new family uh, with your partner that invites the kids to participate in. So whatever you can do to, um, to structure this new family and to, you know, to give it, a foundation and to, to fill it out with, with, um, real, um, uh, real activities, it, doing chores together is an awesome way to do that. So it has to be perceived as something fun. It has to, I'm going to say that it has to include them. either, uh, dad has to be participating in doing the chores, which is a wonderful thing, or dad has to be setting the chore out and also making sure that it that it happens and these should be age appropriate things of course and we have to remember that the point is not to do it perfectly it's to um to get the participation and to feel like um like this is a community building activity as somebody already said so i'm going to talk now about solutions okay so for the for the you need help piece of this um, this is between you and your significant other. It has to be okay. That has to make sense. It you can't be asking for help directly from the stepkids. I'll give you a, an exception to that though, and I'm gonna I'm gonna um, make a confession here. My stepkids did not have chores in this house when they lived with us. My stepson lived with us for five years full time before he went off to college, and my stepdaughter for two years, and their dad. Um, does all the things for them. He does their laundry and he does their dishes and he makes their breakfast. And these are ways that he chooses to be a dad and to show his love. And he didn't get to live with them um, as little kids because they, obviously they, not obviously, but the parents separated when the kids were quite young. And he is a real hands-on chief cook and bottle washer kind of dad. And he didn't get to do that for them And he missed out on that and he missed uh, giving them his love in that way. And so he continued to do that well into their teenage years and it's completely okay. Um, And what was especially okay for me is that none of that was on me, okay? So I didn't have to ask him to do stuff for his kids. But I will tell you that uh, on one occasion, at least that I can remember, I asked, especially um, because he was away uh, on work and we were sitting down having dinner one night that I had made and I said, I have to ask you guys for some help. You might have noticed that whenever your dad cooks supper, I'm the one who cleans up. And whenever I cook supper, he's the one who cleans up. And that works great for us, except that he's not here and it's a lot for me to do everything. So if I could have your help, cleaning up I would be super grateful. And they did it and they did an amazing job and my stepdaughter cleaned the kitchen immaculately like perfectly. Even though she doesn't do it all the time, she did a much better job than I would have done by myself if I had been if I had just been doing it. So so that was really great, okay? Um so it is acceptable for your husband to do the his kids part in in keeping the household clean. That is acceptable. And if it doesn't feel right to you, then that's the parenting part of this bleeding into the the equation. And whenever we talk about parenting and stepkids, we're right back at these are not your kids. And I'm gonna go back to the comment that I read earlier about I feel that a step parent is also a parent, so why wouldn't we be parenting as well? Why is it wrong? To, for you to directly tell your stepkids to, to, um, to do something, to do a chore. It's wrong because they don't want to be parented by you. They want to be parented by their parent. And you might feel like a parent to them, uh, but they don't have that connection with you. And your relationship with them is infinitely more fragile than their biological parent, so you are endangering in some way um, your future relationship with them when you say, "Okay, it's time to clean up now. I know that sounds ridiculous because you know you might think that that's completely normal and of course, if you are you know the mom of the stepmom of very young kids, they will accept that kind of authority authority pretty much from anybody. you're like a school teacher or a babysitter. Um, but um, you're not going to get the same degree of compliance. You just aren't. And it might be that uh, kids who are afraid to misbehave will listen to you. And then when they get older, um, they're going to remember how much they didn't like that. And they're not going to want to hang around much or at all. And I want you to remember that, that this relationship that you have now with with very small kids or school age kids or teenagers, you want this to last all the rest of your life. And my feeling is that it is more important always to be building relationships than it is to be having the dishes done or the, or the laundry or whatever it might be. So you can have that out with your husband and say, this is not okay with me that, that, you expect me to do this level of housekeeping for your kids. It's too much for me. I need you to help me. That's completely okay. And if he wants to do the job that his kids, that you think his kids should be doing, that's completely okay. It has to be okay. Um, It has to be okay if you want your family to last, okay? And this is just one of those situations where you can be right or you can be happy, like they say. So um, back to solutions. If you need help, To keep the house in the way that feels right for you, you might need help also to loosen a little bit um, your standards and to find ways of doing that that feel okay with you. So uh, it might be to tolerate a uh, you know a, a higher level of chaos than what you would have if you were living on your own. It might be to say, okay, these are the rooms that I'm concerned with kitchen, living room, bathroom. And you might tell your husband, I need an hour of your time every time that the kids leave to put the house back together so that I can feel okay. We ha- we need to do that every time, you know, the weekend is over or whatever. We got to put the house back together so that I feel okay until they come again. That might be one way of doing it. Um, one way might be to close the bedroom doors of the kids and just, you know, take a deep breath and not worry about what's happening in their bedrooms. That might be one way. One way might be to, uh, you know, to have a big box of some kind where you do a super fast cleanup and everything gets tossed in the box if it's not put away. So it's there, they can find it, but you know, everybody knows that what they leave out Overnight or after bedtime or whatever it's going to be is going to end up in the box and they're going to pull it out later. That might be. I think one thing that can help you a lot if you're finding that having kids in your living space is um, creating a lot of stress for you because of the the stuff and the chaos is to spend some time simplifying and organizing. I can highly recommend a book called Simplicity Parenting. By Kim John Payne. I will drop the link in the comments below. I loved that book. I read it several times. My copy is full of highlights and sticky notes, Uh, but it's real, you know, um, concise instructions about how to simplify your schedule, how to simplify your um, environment with toys. Um, I, I highly, highly recommend that, okay? That can help a lot and like I already told you I'm not a super tidy person and once a year or so one of my girlfriends comes over and says okay I'm going to hold the garbage bag and you throw the stuff in like we all need help or or she'll say why are you keeping that like do you really need that thing and I'll think about it for a minute and go nah I could get rid of that uh, stuff accumulates and for kids especially it is very very hard to clean up when there's when they have too much stuff okay so rotating the toys is an awesome way to reduce the chaos and clutter in your house and he gives really great instructions on how to get down to about a quarter of their toys that are in plain view at any moment the rest of it is put away or you know some of it gets thrown away the broken things are given away but uh, kids are happier when they have less stuff in front of them they really really are and uh, of course it's way easier to clean One way to simplify is to make sure that everybody has one cup and one plate and one bowl and they take care of their own stuff. And lots of households work that way. And, you know, that could be something that might work in your situation. Uh, You can have dad make a chart if if charts are, you know, a thing that appeal to you with who does what. But then he has to be in charge of checking out the chart and making sure that it gets done He's in charge of deciding the rewards, if there's a reward or of what gets restricted or held back if the if the chore isn't done. Um, So somebody said um, we have our five year old, my five year old stepdaughter feed the cat. And she's also responsible for putting her jacket on the coat rack and putting her plate in the sink. And she earns stars for that. I think that's great you know, start small. It doesn't have to be with, here's the stuff, go clean the bathroom. You know, it has to start with little, little, little things that they understand are helping to do their, their part in the household. Okay. The solution to the, the parenting piece of this is more complicated. Of course it is. Uh, But part of it and the part that you can totally control is the part where you say, I am not in charge of parenting these children. It is not my job to bring them into adulthood as as responsible adults. Hi, Kristen. Um, It just isn't your job to make sure that they know how to do the dishes or vacuum or do their laundry. Um, I highly recommend Uh, encouraging dad to spend time with them doing these things and to make it a a fun time. I think that I'm going to credit Lori Sims with this story, although I'm not absolutely possible it came from her. But I think she told me how much it irritated her that when one of her step sons had to do the dishes, when his time would come around, that his dad would always go and help him. And she was kind of steaming going, oh, like, Why does he get off the hook? His dad always helps him do the dishes. This is the wrong message. Like he's not going to learn how to do it himself. But dad said, that's my time with him. We have fantastic conversations. He washes and I dry. And that's where I hear, I hear what's going on in his life. So it is a beautiful moment for dad to spend together with kids. And I will also mention that something that I heard from Josh Shipp, who wrote a wonderful book called. The Grown-Ups Guide to Teenage Humans, highly recommended. But he said somewhere uh, in a video, I'm not sure if it's in the book, that, that teenage girls prefer to have conversations face to face and boys have much better conversations when you're standing beside them in some way, which means that it's great to chat with a boy when you're driving in the car with them because you're side by side. And Washing dishes is another awesome opportunity for boys to talk. So, you know, boys or girls, it doesn't matter. But if dad puts on a funny apron and says, okay, you guys, time to help daddy in the kitchen. And everybody does their little job and it's mayhem and some of it gets done and some of it doesn't get done. Um, you know, I think that's brilliant. But it doesn't work if if dad has to sit down in front of the TV when when that's supposed to be happening. There has to be some... Uh, willingness to, to participate in that. Um, And as I said before, I think the, the only thing that qualifies really as bad parenting is when you set up an expectation that, uh, you know, you guys are going to do your own laundry or your own dishes, or you're going to mow the lawn on the weekend. And that when it doesn't happen, he doesn't go there and say, you know, we have to do this now or whatever. That's a bad thing. Okay, it's bad to to make empty threats and say if you don't, you know if you don't do the dishes, you're not going to watch TV tonight, and then the TV goes on. That sucks. That's not good parenting. Okay, but uh, you know letting them off the hook if he wants to do it himself is completely his choice. Again, as long as he hasn't set up an expectation. Another thing is, you know you've got a lot of homework tonight. I'll take your turn at doing the dishes you go get going on your homework the reason that my stepkids did not do chores in this house first of all we don't have television here and they don't play video games here so they were either in school or they were working a part-time job or they were practicing musical instruments which they did huge number of hours a day or they were engaged in some kind of physical fitness activity um, jogging or whatever it might be weights or going to the gym um or they were, you know, doing something social, which you have to make some time for that, okay? But they were busy. They were always busy doing something useful. And, um, you know, dad always felt that it was way better use of their time to do another hour of homework than an hour of washing dishes. And that is completely legitimate. I That's what I believe, anyway. So the parenting part is... important it's important for you to understand where where your urge to parent those kids is coming into the topic of chores and it's important for dad to um to use some of the chore time as really excellent bonding time with his kids and that he's you know it's a win-win because he's spending time with them in a way that they appreciate and he's also um you know, teaching them those values that you also agree are important about participating in the household. So I would love to hear what you think. Please put your comments in below and thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. That's all for this episode. If you liked what you heard here, don't forget to subscribe and you'll get a new podcast from me every Tuesday. I hang out with an amazing group of wise, funny, and infinitely supportive stepmoms at The Spectacular Stepmom, a closed Facebook group. Just shoot us a join request and be part of this lovely tribe. You can always reach me by email at info@theessentialstepmom.com.